Hey guys, yeah, it's about 9.12 in the evening. I just got dropped off. It is cleared up now, basically substantially a little bit. You can see the moon right there. But I wanted to come on here because I attempted to do this earlier, except for some odd reason my phone decided to kind of cut off at a certain length. But anyway, um, in the video where I talked about you know, AEW, um, basically going into 2023, you know, basically with momentum, basically it's got, you know, a lot behind it. Um, I, I kind of, I think I kind of touched upon um, MJF a little bit. I kind of touched upon MJF a little bit. And mostly the most, and mostly the newsworthy thing that came out of, um, uh, dynamite last night when it comes to MJF is the fact that well one he introduced his own custom championship basically patterned after his uh, scarf he wears called the big burgundy belt and also he turned on William Regal he basically turned on Regal by using the brass knucks that Regal had given him to win the championship from Moxley at full gear to hit Regal in the back of the head Basically, as I said in the video earlier, Regal got out-deviled by Maxwell. Maxwell had basically out-deviled William Regal. And because of that, Regal was essentially written off television. Or, more, preci more precisely, according to numerous reports from very reliable sources like Pro, Res Pro Wrestling Insider, PW Insider, uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com and many others this was done this attack on Regal was done due to the fact that William Regal's contract with AEW is up yeah his contract with All Elite Wrestling is up now you might say to yourself well wait a minute Regal debuted uh, Regal debuted, I should say not debuted, but debuted at Revolution earlier this year. And normally, Tony Khan signs a lot of his new talent, whether it's just on-screen talent or, or in-ring competitors, wrestlers, if you will, to multi-year deals. So, why is Regal's up so soon? And that's a good question, because a lot of folks, you know, have kind of, you know, thought along the same, the, the same line of, you know, why is Regal's up so soon? And I think it's mainly because of the fact that Regal, well, he doesn't really offer much, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things. When you think about it, you know, he doesn't really um, offer much, as I try to adjust my camera here, here, hold on. But like I said, he... You know, he doesn't really offer much, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And when I say offer much in the grand scheme of things, basically Regal, you know, can't compete in the ring anymore. Well, he could compete in the ring if he wanted to, but he can't really, you know, go like he used to um, in, the, in the ring. You know, he can't really go... Um, like he used to in the ring. And, you know, more importantly, uh, 
more importantly, he's just, he was just there, uh, I'm assuming, to help. Ooh, hold on for a sec. <laughs> hold on for a sec. All right, sorry about that. But like I said, you know, he was just uh, there to uh, assumedly help push the younger talent as well as create a new faction, if you will, a faction that could reform on and off with or without, you know, someone like Regal being there. And, you know, he he accomplished that. You know, he put together the, you know, Black, the Blackpool Combat Club, the BCC. He helped elevate the likes of Wheeler, Wheeler Utah. And more specifically, he helped, you know, elevate the likes of, you know, MJF. But again, you, you, you list all that off and everything, and you wonder, well, why would Tony Khan sign Regal to just a one-year deal, less than a year, 11-month, basically an 11-month deal? Why would he do that? And I think what it was is that, you know, I think what it was, is that Regal, when he was let go from WWE earlier this year, at the beginning of this year, or the end of last year, probably felt and believed he still had a lot to contribute. And by, and by admission, he kind of did. So, I'm, so what I'm assuming is when Tony Khan signed him, when Tony Khan signed him and everything, he basically was allowed to help, you know, contribute not just, you know, behind the scenes, but mostly, you know, on screen. He was able to, as I said, help, you know, he was able to um, help elevate uh, the talent that was there, even the established talent. And he did it, and to me, he did a fantastic job. There is no doubt about that. He did a fantastic job, you know, with what he could do. But also, I think, I think what happened is that Regal, because this is not this is not uncommon in any kind of sports, if you will. You know, people will sign uh, when they become free agents. You know. They will sign uh, less than year deals. They will sign 11 months to one year deals just to kind of see what it's like in, in a different place. And, you know, we see this a lot with, you know, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, MLS, you name it. You know, UFC, Bellator, you know, people will sign temporary you know, six months, six months to 11, uh, to six months to 12 months de deals, I should say, easy for me to say. But they will sign six to 12 months deals to basically kind of, kind of check things out, to kind of get a feel for how different things are run in one place over the other. And if they feel comfortable in that new place, then they might consider staying. They might consider giving a few more years to it. Or, in some cases, 
in some cases, they might, you know, they might consider, you know what, this place is all right, but it's not for me. And maybe that's how Regal felt. Maybe that's what the that's the agreement Regal made with Tony Khan. Hey, let me be here for about you know twelve for about twelve months or less. You know, maybe even. I mean, okay, who's to say Regal didn't sign up for six months? I'm just saying. So, whatever the case is, Regal signed a contract to where he could. I'm assuming he could end it at any time, and he probably said, you know what? Look, he probably agreed. Hey, I'll do this. You know, for, for MJF to help elevate him, to get him to the top. But then, that's it. I, I want to go back. I want to leave. I want to end my agreement. And that might have been what happened. Maybe it was... I mean, who, I mean we don't know if Regal signed an actual contract or with a handshake. Because with a handshake, it's like, hey, you don't have to worry about really breaking any contract if we to go. And that's it. Um, but... Yeah, you know, you know, maybe Regal agreed to stay as long as he had to, and when he felt maybe the time was right to leave, he, you know, he basically gave his notice. He basically said, "Okay, I'm, you know, going to do what I got to do, do now." You know, with Maxwell and Moxley and the BCC, and you know, that's it. You know, that's it. So again, you know. I'm assuming Regal probably signed one of those, signed a handshake, agreed to one of those deals that we see in other sports, like, you know, temporary six to seven month deals. You know, and I just had three cats, four cats, running in front of me. That is so weird. Uh, anyway. Anyway, like I was saying, you know, maybe he signed one of those deals. I don't know. Or agreed, Hanchuk agreed to one of those deals. We don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, it's not uncommon to see it. But, you know, as far as him, you know, leaving or being, you know, put into this situation, you know, where he's written off TV so he can go back, you know... It's, um, it's, you know, it's not uncommon in wrestling. Let's be honest. It's not that uncommon in wrestling. And the reason I say that mainly is because of the fact that we've seen it in the past. We've seen it, you know, over the past several years, if you will. And it looks like we've got some flooding here. Try to walk around this. I can yeah, the rain really hit. There's a lot of flooding here, so I have to, to watch my step here. But like I said, um, we've seen it before in wrestling. You know, numerous times. Even throughout recent years. You know, we've seen, you know, uh, men and women whose contracts are up with other promotions, you know, get taken out. You know, in some cases, even killed off. I mean, you want a good example, Impact Wrestling is the home of killing off a character if the, you know, if they're not going to be with, oh, they're not going to be with the company anymore. Yeah, Impact Wrestling's known to do that. 
excuse me, sorry if he couldn't hear me well right there, but yeah, Impact Wrestling's been known to essentially kill off a character if they're not going to stay with the company. I mean, tonight, if you were able to watch Impact Wrestling on YouTube through the Impact Insider program, a uh, membership program that is, or even, you know, through Fight TV or wherever, um, Eric Young, Eric Young, who came back about two years ago or something, not even that, you know, not even that, uh, two years ago or so, uh, I think became world champion when he got back. One of the first big matches he got, uh, became, he became world champion. And he created this group called VBD, Violent, Violent by Design. He got killed off by Cody Diener. He basically... Um, had Cody kill him off to, you know, get rid of the sickness and basically pass the torch of leadership to Diener. And that's what happened. And now there are reports that this was done because Eric Young is, about, is heading back to WWE. Again, you know, again, this is an example of companies knowing that, hey, we're not going to keep this guy. They're going to probably head back where they came from and or they're going to go somewhere else. And they find a way to take them out, you know, from a storyline perspective. Other examples have been Allie, the bunny on AEW, being stabbed by Sue Young. Um, speaking of Sue Young, uh, Kimberly and Branding and Brandy Lauren were her had become followers, main undead brides of hers. They allowed themselves to be in storyline absorbed into Sue Young because Sue Young legitimately was pregnant so they had to find a way to storyline wise write her off as well as write off uh, Brandy Lauren and uh, Kimberly because you know the contracts were up as well you know uh, Kira Hogan Kira Hogan was killed by Sue Young and I think one of the last appearances by by her was them putting a skull up that somebody, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know who it was that went to the underworld. I don't know if it was Tasha Steele or whoever went to the underworld. And they noticed, um, they noticed a skull with Kira Hogan's hair on it. Or at least a wig that resembled her hair. That's indicating she was killed. Um, Eddie Edwards killed off Killer Cross. You know, the Hardys will turn to ash by decay. I mean, Impact Wrestling's been known to do that kind of stuff. But Impact's not the only one. You know, WWE's done it with talent like, you know, RVD when he, his contract was up and he didn't renew. They had Randy Orton beat him in a, I think it was a last man standing match or something like that. And he basically, storyline-wise, probably ended Rob's career with an apron DDT off the barricade onto the floor and that's how they were able to write Rob Van Dam out of WWE you know WCW had the giant lose to Kevin Nash and you know his last match there you know and, get, and then get beat down and then next following month he was in WWF you know as the big show again the list can go on and on and on about these kind of things happening so it's not uncommon to see Regal, you know, be taken out like this. And it's not uncommon sometimes to where the heel takes basically a, basically a potential major player in, this, in a story angle like this 
out because they're heading someplace else. Because then it allows that per that heel to gloat about it. Even though we as fans nowadays know uh, know that, oh, they're just heading, you know, to another company. And that's it. That is it. So, yeah, you know, is it surprising that Regal is leaving in the middle of something or at the beginning of something that is going to be one of the biggest wrestling angles uh, in the new year? Absolutely. But if you're going to get over someone like MJF as a major heel, as someone that basically cannot be trusted, that's going to use and take out anybody he feels necessary to be at the top, to remain at top, up and all that, then you need to have Regal you know, be put into a situation to where basically he is written off out of AEW for good. You know, whether or not he does resign and stay, we'll see. Uh, but if he ends up in WWE by the end of the year, by the end of this month, I'm not going to be surprised. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. I am home now, and I will talk to you all later.